It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Changemakers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. Everyone dreams, but most people don't know their dreams can be used for personal development. Today's guest, Machiel Clerk, shares how you can manifest the life you want by cultivating an intimate relationship with your dreams and taking the guidance you receive from your subconscious. According to Machiel, if you ask the right question and keep an open mind, your dream will give you an answer. Machiel is a licensed therapist, expert, and international speaker on dreams. He's traveled the world studying various cultures, their healing traditions, and dream practices. In his book, Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation, Machiel explains how dreams can help us in all areas of our daily lives. Welcome, Machiel. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Joan, and it's such a pleasure to be with you. So, Machiel, I want to start off by talking a little bit about dreams. And, and I think the first question most people would have is, does everyone dream? Oh, yes. Great question. And indeed, research shows that everyone dreams. Actually, we probably dream somewhat between four and seven dreams each night. That totals up to two hours of uh, dreaming every night. And the reason that people don't know uh, that they dream or forgot that they dreamt is that at night, our short-term memory goes offline. So we don't really remember what happens during those six, seven, eight hours that we lay in bed. And that is because our memory doesn't work well. But the strange thing is, our mind is actually active. And one way that's active is in these dream experiences that we have. Speaking for myself, there are nights, like you said, mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll have a, a deep night's sleep. And, and I don't even think I'm dreaming. I, I wake up as, you know, nothing happened. And then there are other times yeah. where I'll wake up and there will be a dream that was so real that I felt like I was there. Why is that the case that sometimes it's so vivid and we remember it and other times mm-hmm. it feels like nothing's happening? Well, very often when uh, the, the, the dream experience is very emotional, it will stick with us in, uh, and it gets stored in our, uh, our short term memory. Memory is very dependent upon the intensity of the experience. That is why we might remember what happened on 9-11 or on the day we married or something because those days our our emotions were very high and we we remember those events and it's same with uh, with dreams uh when the dream is very intense and uh that sometimes happens that you even feel like gosh this was so real uh i didn't even know i was dreaming or unless you only after you wake up this is why uh we uh, we sometimes remember those those dreams and other dreams that are probably a little bit less intense and more mundane, we don't uh, we don't remember well. When you remember a dream like that, is that you know almost like your subconscious screaming out to you that there's something here you need to know? It uh, it, it indeed it is uh, it is a signal that uh, that event was very intense and emotional for you, 
And emotional events almost always uh, suggest either, hey, pay attention to what is going on, or it might even give you a heads up of what is about to happen or a direction for you to go into. So indeed, if you uh, wake up from a dream that was very intense, there's some some meaning and some purpose to that that can uh, that can be mined out of it. That's uh, that's totally right. You write about something called dream incubation, and and what is it, and how can that help us yeah. unpack these messages? Dream incubation is a very old technique in which people ask the dream a question before they go to sleep, in order uh, for the dream to give an answer to their question. So we all walk around with uh, with questions and dreams and hopes that we would love to have some support for from the internal wisdom that we all have. And that wisdom can speak through dreams. And uh, uh, this uh, dream incubation is a technique in which you ask your dream a question and that could be for health or relationships or growing your business or anything that's relevant for you and then get an answer in your dreams. Does this happen automatically? Do you ask and then the next morning you have the answer or do you have to repeat this process over a period of time? Yeah. A great question. What you uh, want to do with this technique is really uh, think about what it is that you want to know. So often uh, we might uh, want to, uh, maybe there's a person who wants to uh, find a partner or grow a business or want to eat more healthy or be more kind to oneself. And then uh, you identify that uh, you have that, uh, that question. You uh, write down the question and formulate it in a well, in, in a good way. Because part of the, the success of the technique is that you uh, formulate a question well, uh, engage in some uh, what I call a ritual. But a ritual is really a way of, uh, of, of, of maybe praying or meditating or making some art that communicates to your own unconscious mind or uh, the divine or the spirit, whatever you want to call this phenomenon that lives in us. And, uh, and, and, and th- those are prerequisites that you do before you go to bed. So that the dream knows, oh, this is important to, to Joan and she wants uh, help with X. And I, I learned that because she did all these these rituals. And then the dream uh, will come. And usually the first night, if it doesn't come the first night, just try a second or a third night. But the, the dream is interested in helping and educating when we ask it for help. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's how the technique, uh, the first steps of the technique really work. Would we receive our answer in a vivid dream form or would we just wake up with some sense of knowing? Yeah, I love that question. Well, the, the old uh, wisdom is that uh, when, when we're in trouble, people often say uh, sleep on it or uh, uh, take, yeah, take a night of, of, of good sleep, which uh, suggests that we all uh, know that something happens at night that, uh, in, in which we work through issues. And some people wake up uh, with an inner sense of knowing and they just uh, know or uh, throughout the day they have a synchronistic event or something helps them. Uh, So that could happen. And uh, and, and this technique is really aimed at that you get a dream that helps you. But if you don't remember the dream, you might wake up with, with, oh, I need to approach this problem in this way or I need to do this. So it it can come in many ways. And that's the important part because 
you know, it, it's like we need a sledgehammer hit over our head or something. Like, here's the answer on a silver platter. But we just really need to learn how to tune into ourselves to tap into our inner wisdom. Yes, that, that, that is so right. And uh, this technique is just one way of tapping into this inner wisdom. And you uh, strengthen that relationship by reaching out to the inner wisdom, talking to it, uh, communicating with it through a ritual, spending some time with it. And that in itself helps a person to get a dream, but it also strengthens really the relationship with the inner wisdom by which we become more attuned to our intuitions or uh, notice and synchronistic events throughout the day. It is also a little message from the beyond guiding us on our path. Why do you believe dreams are so difficult to interpret? I know when I wake up and I have one of those vivid dreams, mm -hmm. I immediately start yeah. to, you know, research everything that was in that dream to try to figure out what the message yeah. was. If it's so important, why don't we just tell ourselves what it is? Well, because the dream uh, uh, talks in a slightly different language than the language that you and I right now talk in. So the dream creates in uh, a world. And in that, that world is an expression of, uh, of uh, feelings and beliefs and uh, expectations and, and our emotions. So in a dream, maybe we would be walking into a street and then it turns out to be a, a one-way street or it is a street with a dead end. And uh, that, uh, that way it would represent uh, we're, we're walking into a an, an one-way street. So it, it, it uses an, uh, a, a different form of uh, manifesting its, uh, its, its idea than our more direct communication. In a, in a certain way, the way that the dream uh, presents it is, is more comprehensive and, and, and uh, like uh, the old ideas that uh, uh, a picture says more than a thousand words and a, and a three-dimensional world says more than a picture. So it's, it's really uh, intelligent that way, but it is also, we, we need to be attuned a little bit to the way uh, dreams communicate and how that is slight, is different from, uh, from our own, uh, own way. So a dream communicates more in, in uh, it uses symbols and metaphors, um, and that way we, uh, we can learn to understand the dream. And there's some, some practical ways that, uh, that we actually can, uh, can work with our dream without uh, needing to dissect the whole dream. So, would, you, would you share uh, some like of those I, with us, some of those practical ways? Yeah. So instead of asking the classic question, uh, what does this mean, which we all do when we, we wake up, we could ask the question, what, uh, what was the experience or what was happening? And um, let me give an example. There was recently a man who had a dream in, in which he was driving in a tunnel and he saw in front of him, and, uh, and he said, I think I see a uh, mountain lion. Yet when he came closer, he said, oh, no, it's a tiger. It's beautiful, but I got, I'm really scared. So he slams on the, on the brakes, and he drives back. And if you ask the question, what, what is happening, you could say, oh, he's driving in his car. He's moving through life. And when he sees something that's beautiful but scary, he slams on the brakes, and he, is, uh, he backs out. Then you have a uh, dynamic and you can look in where in my life do I, do I see this dynamic that if I encounter something that's beautiful but scary that I'm, that I'm instead of approaching it, that I'm out. And, uh, and this man had a, had a question around his dating life. 
So that made a lot of sense to him. But you see how by asking the question, what is happening, you can you can get a storyline and uh, that doesn't require us to know all the symbols. So we've been talking about the subconscious and, and the inner guidance that we that we receive. But you had mentioned mm-hmm. that dreams also have the opportunity for spiritual messaging as well. So can you explain that a little bit more? And why does that occur while we're sleeping? Well, I think it occurs also uh, when we're not uh, sleeping, that we're always connected to the inner wisdom, which is connected to a larger phenomenon that uh, whatever name we give it, uh, the the unconscious or spirit or the divine or something larger than ourselves that knows about our lives and that is actually interested in helping us live our life in in the most optimal way. And uh, it communicates throughout the day, I think, through intuitions and feelings and our instincts and uh, maybe synchronistic events. Yet when we're sleeping at night and we're in this a different state of consciousness, we're a little bit closer to its uh, uh, original form, where maybe the soul or the spirit uh, uh, is, and we're more open to uh, to its, uh, its its communication. So, at night, uh, and people uh, people will, will will probably recognize that we have sometimes a dream that maybe tells us something that will happen in the future, or uh, meet uh, deceased ancestors that can meet us in the dream time and probably also in this reality that we can see them and, and it's much more difficult to uh, to notice them or we get a suggestion for something that is important for our purpose and uh, and and those things uh, happen easier in the dream time and my assumption is that's because that dream time is uh, we're, we're more open to uh, to to our soul or our spirit. Mm-hmm. So when we dream of someone who passed away, like a parent or a loved one, it very well may mm-hmm. be a visit from them? That is my experience. And um, I think sometimes it's a symbol, and it means that uh, the, the, the own psyche uses that person to represent a certain quality. But I've seen in my own life and with the uh, many uh, people I've worked with, that sometimes people say, gosh, I feel like this was uh, dad or this was mom really visiting me and giving me a message. And usually those dreams uh, feel a little bit more intense and have a different uh, quality to them and, and not very often have a, a certain serenity to it. It's not uh, uh, chaotic or fragmented, but it feels like, oh, mom came by to let me know something that she's okay or that I'm doing fine or something to that uh, do that. Uh, extent and uh, and people feel uh, feel that they were being visited by uh, by a deceased loved one that happened to me Machiel, 21 years ago after my father passed away i i've dreamt of him one mm. time in 21 years and it was right after yeah. he died and he gave me information to tell me that he was okay but to this day 21 years later yeah. i can describe what he was wearing i remember every mm-hmm. detail of that dream and and i really do believe that he came to let me know he was okay. Yeah, oh, beautiful. I I just got goosebumps from you sharing this uh, this story, and uh, I think also it, it's really beautiful. And that that uh, what, what you describe is it, uh, have has those features of oh, it really felt like that, 
uh, the, the quality of the dream is different than if than, than a regular dream. It feels it feels a little bit more special, and um, and I'm so happy for you that he came by, letting you know yeah. that he was doing uh, doing well. That's why your work is so important. Because if we just slow down and start to pay attention to all of this guidance that we are given. We really can go through this life just, I, I think, with more joy, with more wisdom, mm-hmm. and, and just being aware of who we are and where we are. Yes, I, uh, I, I also really uh, love that you say, when we slow down, and this, I think, indeed, the quality that, uh, that it requires, and, uh, uh, even before we go to bed, that we let the dream know, hey, I'm paying attention, whether you ask a question or not. Just tell the dream, I would love to have a dream. And the next morning, write down the dream because otherwise they evaporate. And then we built and nurture this relationship with this inner wisdom that uh, uh, can help us and guide us on this journey through life. And, uh, and, and we can live a little bit more colorful life. And life is, is really difficult sometimes. So we have this free uh, a resource living inside of us that wants to help and uh, and we just need to reach out and listen to it and slow down so that we can uh, can sense into it and, and feel its presence so when, when we go to sleep at night we have different physical processes that are going on in our body that are taking place mm-hmm. for our health and well-being but a lot of people yeah. daydream during the day is it different is it on yeah. a different level and, and can you explain the difference ah uh, yes so what I think is that um, there are multiple states of consciousness coexisting. So we have, so, as, let's say, our waking uh, consciousness or our, our habitual consciousness. And then uh, underneath it, or wherever you want to place it, underneath it is, is the dreaming consciousness. And when we fall asleep, we fall uh, into this dreaming consciousness. And so our habitual consciousness and this dreaming consciousness they merge and we have the experience of dream. However, when we open our eyes again, uh, we just ascend out of that state of consciousness, but that state remains underneath and, uh, and, and will coexist during the day. So when we uh, daydream or fantasize, actually these two states, they merge a little bit and, uh, and, and we get in touch with... Uh, with our uh, unconscious or the dreaming consciousness. So I think those those are similar experiences, the, the daydream and the, and, and the night dream. The night dream is just more intense and you fully fall into it, where the daydream is just uh, in a little dose. We, we get in touch with, um, yeah, with, 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 with our own soul or unconscious. The book is Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. Makia, where can our listeners go to get more information about you and your work? Well, probably the easiest thing to do is just type in Dream Guidance, and then maybe my last name, K-L-E-R-K, Clerk. Then it will bring people to my website, which is my first and last name, Clerk.com. Maybe you can put it in, in the notes. I know it's a bit of a difficult name, uh, a Dutch name for... Um, um, for the country we live in and, uh, and many countries um, or go to Jung platform, J-U-N-G platform.com where uh, I have some programs of myself but also 
other spiritual and and psychological programs on how to deal with this uh, with the shadow and synchronicity etc that uh, could uh, be of, uh, of a benefit to people that are interested in deepening their journey of their soul. Machiel, in our final moments, what's the takeaway? What would you like to leave our listeners with? I would love to encourage them to try tonight when they listen to this, uh, to ask their dream a question. Write down a question, make it a simple question, ask one question at a time, and just experiment. Uh, You can do much uh, wrong, but uh, if people uh, uh, get a little bit of guidance from their soul in a playful way, an experiential way, uh, and try uh, try this method. I think uh, that would be awesome for uh, for for them, and I would be uh, just excited if they uh, they would try it. Monkey, thank you so much for joining us. This has really been a fascinating conversation, and I'm so happy that you were here to share with us. Thank you, Joan, and thank you for your really interesting questions and uh, and sharing some of your own experiences. It was uh, lovely to hear, and it was great to be with you. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guest and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, listen to past shows on demand, read the digital magazine, sign up for our mailing list, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.